0: Yes, you are. Here we go with the John Curley Sherry Ellicker show. Coming to alive? The combination of news and entertainment we like to refer to as what? Andrew. News tainment. And who would be the best person to bring the tainment? Sherry Ellicker.
1: My child turned ten the other day. He said, oh. "Thanks for the ball. Come on, let's play. Can you teach me to throw?" <a-> <laughs> You know one I'm thing
0: uh, Sherry okay. has never learned from all the years of working yes, with me? Don't right. ever tell me you hate a song because <laughs> that's what you're coming on with. <laughs> Bring it up, Andrew! Silver spoon, little boy blipin' the man in the moon When you're coming home, I don't know when We'll get together yeah, then you know we'll have a good time, in the, of the silver spoon mm.
2: oh. I didn't know that a woman covered that song Who is that oh, gal? Yes.
0: Who is that gal? You don't recognize that lady?
2: No well, What is that lady? Mm. <laughs> who is that lady?
0: I can't remember who that lady is right now I mean, you should I don't know She's, um, I've looked at clouds. No, that's Joni, um, that's I don't know. Jenny Andrew Mitchell. will find her. Yeah, don't drag me out on the show with that.
3: Okay. Judy Collins.
0: There we go. Oh, okay. Joe Mama. Uh, let's see. FBI uh, and DHS still investigating what happened. The big nationwide cellular outage that happened this morning. Was it a cyber attack? They said, we don't know. We're investigating. We don't think it was. The study I'd seen on it, people were like, I think it was just human error. Whatever. Somebody through the long wrong switch or something. Um, but if you were on AT&T, you were kind of screwed for a while. How long was the outage?
2: I think the outage started about 4 o'clock in the morning, and they got the uh, everything back up and running by this afternoon. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. But this involved AT&T, Verizon, and T-Mobile. They don't think that it's necessarily a malicious hack. It mm-hmm. could be human error or a solar flare from the
0: sun. That's right. Yeah, electromagnetic, you know, changes. Can't what are we gonna do about that sun? We gotta do something about that. I guess that's an existential threat. Ban uh, it. Ban the sun. Well
2: the solar flare happened about midnight and mm-hmm. last night and they say this can cause interference with long range radios, military and government agencies. Maybe that maybe it was human error. They say a lot of this stuff is complicated and it's it's a little bit um, old and so some things may not be up to date and that could have been it and they leave the cloud open and then things start to go haywire, mm. but they're pretty much dismissing the concept of it being you know they're they're being foreign interference.
0: Yeah, electronic, uh, electric magnetic um, sabotage where they can shoot something out and cause some. It just goes to show you how incredibly vulnerable we are. I mean, the entire world is to any sort of interruption, right? I mean, everything's running through all of these lines. You just you, you don't have it. And then you're like, oh, well, I'll just go to the bank. The At, ATM's not going to work. Oh, boy, I can't use my credit card. We're all tied into this thing. So somebody really wanted to take everybody out on it. You could easily just stop everything for a while. Uh, Yeah, they they don't know if anybody's out there intentionally doing so. Of course, I wanted to see because I'm going to get my tin hat on uh, to find out if it's a UFO. And of course, (laughs) okay, all right. You know what? You know what? You know what? Enjoy. I'm going to give you a little more. Oh, is this the
2: tin hat?
0: No, this is West of the Rockies. Go ahead. Oh, first time caller line. Talking to our guest, <laughs> Dr. Alan Flipson. His theories about Bigfoot is actually a UFO. <laughs> Stay with us right after these 35 minutes of commercials at 1 o'clock in the morning as you're barely making it home. Count kind of thunder <laughs> keeping you awake at the wheel.
2: Now, I want to hear your theory
0: on how I've, this no, could be I'm connected not, to no, U- no, UFOs. Gonna, no, no, I'm not going to do that because then you're going to make fun of it. I'm, I'm not going to make fun of it. I'm, I, I'm following people on Instagram. Just leave okay. it at that.
2: Now, I'm willing to consider it. Why don't you tell us what your theory is? I will not make fun of it. You have my word.
0: No, because even in your silence,
3: <laughs> even in your silence,
0: <laughs> you're like, oh, no. isn't that interesting? No, 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 no. I'm going to move on. When I can really formulate a coherent sort of uh, presentation, I will, but I'm not ready yet. I'm not ready.
2: Okay. Whenever Uh, you're ready.
0: I look
3: forward to that.
0: Okay, even you, Joe. I (laughs) sense it in your voice as (laughs) well.
3: I'm into it. I want to hear
0: All right, fine. Uh, Experts, possible causes, they don't know that. Okay, everybody, all service back up again?
2: Yes, it's back up and running. Everybody's got their service back.
0: Right, and the police departments are saying, please don't call us, don't call 911 to see if 911 still works. Were people actually doing that?
2: Yeah, lots of people were were calling nine one one when you they got a little alert on their phone that they could still use nine one one, but everybody got nervous <laughs> and they wanted to make sure that it still works. So they, everybody was calling in tonight. Okay, just making sure. Okay, <laughs> bye. Yeah. You guys, mean, how often? Yeah, how yeah.
0: often you called nine one one?
2: Well, I guess if they were concerned that somehow no, no, you, this was you. oh me, uh, yeah, I don't know that I ever have. Have you?
0: I don't think so either. Nine one one. No. Number one. What is your emergency? Yeah. No, I've never done it. No. I called police departments for stolen cars and stuff like that, I called the fire department for things. But no, never nine one one. Yeah. Again, knock wood. Yeah.
3: I did it as a kid just to see what would happen, and the cops showed up. I got in big trouble. Wow! What Kill
2: did Mama. you think was going to happen? <laughs> I don't
3: know. I was so young. I'm like, well, I, I just I should try this nine one one It's a thing. You hear it, so I dialed it. They picked up, and I hung up real quick. And next thing I know, there's lights outside of our our living room window. Uh
0: oh! Hmm.
3: Wow! <laughs>
0: Spellbinder, Joe, you're really know how to keep us on a cliffhanger there for that. All the way you twist and turned on that story. I didn't know which way was going to end. Yeah, that you're also, welcome. Lights showed up. Yes, <laughs> <you know. laughs> -ah! Um, It is also on your phone if you press a button or something like that in emergency and then it'll call 911 for you. And I've had that happen a couple of times. looked down. And it's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. My phone's calling oh, 911. No, I don't want to end up like Joe with lights out in front of the house. Uh, the Arlington man is accused of shooting at his neighbor's house, was arrested uh, after an hour long stand up with police. Uh, the SWAT team rolled out there. This happened. He does
4: shoot quite often. Um, loud. Loud guns, not like your four in the afternoon fun shooting. For Alexis Placic, it was a morning with more excitement than she wanted.
2: <laughs>
0: wait, wow. Wait, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Whoa, let's just examine that. The four o'clock in the afternoon fun guns yeah. as opposed to the loud guns firing
4: at various times. Okay.
2: Kind of like afternoon tea, but with
4: guns. One of her neighbors was in an armed standoff with Snohomish County deputies. She says her neighbor was an avid shooter, maybe a little too much.
2: We've got a bunch of kids in the neighborhood,
3: and I know that it's just a little bit sketchy when you don't know where he's aiming at. He was firing multiple rounds. Upon arrival, he retreated back inside the residence. Um, At that time, Region 1 SWAT...
0: This has got to be somebody working for the police department that uses those terms, right? <laughs> I know.
3: Yeah.
0: Yes. Like, l- listen. Region One bit SWAT,
3: when you over. don't know where he's aiming, yeah. at. he was firing multiple rounds.
0: Multiple rounds.
3: Upon arrival, he retreated back.
0: A- arrival
3: a inside the residence. Residence. Um, at that time, Region One SWAT did respond to the scene. <laughs>
4: The spokesperson for the Snohomish County Sheriff says the entire standoff began around 3 a.m. when a different neighbor called 911 to say someone was shooting at their home. When officers arrived, they figured out that the 43-year-old man living at this house was the alleged shooter. He was able to keep deputies at bay until they forced their way into the home around 8 a.m.
3: At that time, a nearby witness, um, possibly a neighbor, uh, called in observing the adult male um, fleeing from the house on foot.
0: Okay, where do you go to school to learn to talk like this? Uh, is this the same Adult woman Mayo. that's
2: talking about the fun shooting, or is this a spokesperson? No, no, no It no. sure sounds like, like a spokesperson.
0: <laughs> yeah, but, no. You never get a spokesperson used, uh, at that point, uh, the, you know, Man suspect was, yeah split, <laughs> fed on foot, but before, and that was uh, two hours after the fun shooting.
3: Um, <laughs> deputies were able to respond and took him into custody without incident. I can't believe it got to this point, I guess. I don't
0: know. See, they do sound the same. Yeah, maybe it's, I a, I mean, it's his mother. I yeah. It's
2: not abnormal to hear people shooting, you know, especially on like a nice day and the weekend or something. But it <laughs> yes, was... it is.
0: <laughs> no, Sherry Oak. Oh, oh, hey, are we, I can see you <laughs> and I are going to go, at it today, girl. <laughs> Woo.
2: <laughs> it is a little odd to hear shooting unless you're not if
3: it's a nice day, down, Sherry.
2: Downtown. Yeah. Oh,
0: OK.
3: People around here shoot all the time.
2: Definitely times where it was like 11 at night, where his shooting range target was is along the road where you know our kids learn to ride their bikes.
0: Alexis Placey is glad at 11 at night.
4: Kids, they need to get out there and ride at night. <laughs> used to riding in the dark.
0: It's
2: lesson time. On. Get up.
4: <laughs> Situation ended peacefully, but isn't totally surprised that it happened.
2: I feel a little bit better having him gone, and hopefully he stays gone.
4: In Arlington, Runji Sinha Cairo, 7 News. All right. I looked up the guy's name. Joe, I sent it to you.
0: I think that guy helped to organize. Um, a friend of his died, and uh, he organized a fundraiser to help pay for his friend. It looks like he committed suicide after a long battle with depression and alcohol on the 20th of June. An early morning, took his life. So this guy in 2023, the guy that they took away, um, tried to get this fundraiser going
3: for his friend yeah uncle charlie didn't raise yeah, much unfortunately didn't, didn't uh, much we money. just got a text from brian in arlington who said he lives down the street from the place where this took uh where this took place he said if only that was the craziest thing that's happened since i moved in a few years ago
0: oh well get that guy on the phone and find out what yeah. the crazy things are happening in arlington get <laughs> on it i smell some right there <laughs> yeah yeah no around here like when I was living over the cabin, if you heard somebody fire off a shotgun, you'd fire one off. It was sort of funny And I explained it to uh, Nick one time. He used like, boom out in the background. I said, oh, no, no. You just, then you answer. Or watch this. So there was no nobody shot for a while. And then all of a sudden I fired off. And then like a couple of seconds later, somebody else pulls the trigger.
2: And so it's just kind sort of, of like
0: answer. It's just kind of fun, dumb sort of boom, bang, boom, bang. <laughs> you know? It's
2: kind of like two dogs barking. Like one starts barking and the other one says, "Hey, I'm a dog too." So I'm a this, dog. Is,
3: <laughs> this is four p.m. fun shooting, not like get off of my easement shooting.
0: No, nothing like that. Okay, no, couldn't imagine someone doing that. No, you mean like if I were to cross a legal easement, go into my property, and then have my neighbor shooting at oh, rounds over my head? At nine fifteen at night, like that.
3: Yeah, kind of. That sounds less fun than four p.m. fun shooting. So
0: it sound like this: it'd be, "Hey guys, uh, so uh, uh, reload there, Andrew." So I'm like, "Hey guys, Lily, Al, come on, guys, come on, hey, come on, come on, come on, Al, hey, whoa, whoa, what are you doing? I'm just looking for my dogs." And kabang, bang, bang. Yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> That's that is frightening.
2: Very frightening, and kind of like you learning to ride your bike out there.
0: <laughs> you never
2: know night. where it's going to hit or what's going to happen. That's
0: right. That's what you do. You just start firing off your gun. Uh, mm-hmm. Alaska Airlines can't catch a break. This guy, t- t- when he stabbed the person with the shank, Did he bring the, so he made the shank while he was on the plane? Well, let let News 7 out of Las Vegas pick up. The
2: FBI arresting a man after he allegedly stabbed another passenger on board of a Las Vegas-bound flight. Uh, Taking a live look here at Harry Reid International Airport, Julio Julio Lopez is
0: accused of
2: using a homemade weapon to attack that person on the flight from Seattle. It actually happened last month, but a federal grand jury indicted Lopez today. Uh, this is a look at that weapon. Apparently, it was made out of pens and rubber bands. Now, the victim survived, but he was badly hurt. Lopez is in custody and is due in front of a judge next month.
0: That's why you can't find a pen on a plane. Like, when you go to the customs, and go to mm-hmm. fly into Mexico, and all of a sudden, just fill out this customs form, and everybody looks at him and, like, does anybody have a pen? Anyone? anyone yeah. and then it's always someone organized person pulls it out the little cap and then that's the pen that gets shared around by everybody filling out the customs form. so apparently this yeah. guy had been hoarding them number of them together with a rubber band and stabbed the guy but no reason as to why he stabbed him just seemed like a good idea
2: <laughs> I, I think <laughs> I mean, he thought he was being followed by this guy he believed that the mafia was after him mm, and this no. guy looked suspicious so he decided he would take care of
0: business there is one, there's one, wow, well, listen to you, Sherry. Wow. <laughs> so TCB, baby. So he said, yeah. So the, he's on the business end of a bunch of pens all uh, rubber band together. Yeah. Ooh. Do you want to cut down on all this like airplane violence and crazy people doing this and doing that? Jack the prices up. Uh, make it like, I don't know, $3,000 for a ticket.
2: Yeah, but that affects yeah. everybody else. You don't want to spend $3,000 for a ticket, do you?
0: No, but I'm just saying when the bus, when the Greyhound bus is more expensive than an airplane, then you're going to get a different sort of group of people. So that's where you see more nutty, crazy people that can afford to fly on airplanes. And also, I guess the money they're saving by not buying their medicines that they're supposed to be on. And then that way <laughs> they could open later. an emergency door the other day. Some guy tried to open an emergency right. door, right? Yeah, but it was a, a probably stab. well-off
3: pilot that tried to land the plane because he ate mushrooms a couple days before. That guy, that guy could okay, afford it. That's an
0: outlier, Mr. Uh, Bring-up-the-guy. I'm just the, 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 the saying. The guy, crazy
3: comes in all tax brackets. Joe Mama. Mm, mm, <laughs> yeah. <yuck. laughs>
0: I would. I'm going to tell you that when they, when you make something more affordable to everybody, and then the entire market can afford it, you're going to get more. You get everybody in, but sure, crazy people, yes, but also there's crazy people. You know, less likely if you're making enough money and you're able to support a particular lifestyle, you probably are not hearing voices necessarily telling you to stab somebody or open an emergency room door or emergency door. Or g- reaching over and grabbing some by the hair and punching them six <laughs> times in the head, right? Because you, you the thing is, that when you're making a lot of money, you're doing well, you got a lot to risk. It's like you don't get to like punch. You get around punching people because if you do, you get sued. They put you in jail. You got a bunch of business. You got a bunch of family. The more you have to risk, the less likely you are to take those types of risks. Look That's at
3: all. Mike. Tyson's pretty rich, and he beat somebody up for wouldn't. So shut he up. does for a living. Does yeah, it for fair. a living? Okay, it's like fair. somebody playing the piano for the <laughs> okay, living. It's, it's just
2: practicing.
0: <laughs> That's right. He's getting ready all the time. Here we go. He's back. She's doing great today, Sherry. Hello! Yeah, yeah. You're writing to us at the uh, Muckleshoot Casino Resort Text Line at 1 973 mm. <sighs> Come on, you can do it. 5476. All right, um. The ongoing battle to get people to come back into the office and somebody has come up with a bright idea that I know if the office smelled better, people would come into work more often because the office, because the office smells good. And Like, OK, let's try it. We'll try anything. So they're, what are they pumping various scents into the office to make people suddenly go, oh, this is a fun place to work and be.
2: Yes, it's sort of like um, the whole aromatherapy stuff, where they say that mm-hmm. if you have a certain type of scent, it will invoke different feelings. So, for mm-hmm, instance, sure. they want one office wanted to smell, <clears throat> excuse me, like a day spa. So they put in jasmine, which is uh, helps you with happiness and confidence and things like that. Sandalwood yeah. helps with anxiety. Italian pine is useful for fatigue. But oh. they don't want you to use lavender or pumpkin pie because that is associated with sexual arousal. Oh this yeah. This is yeah, go, don't you want doing that. Um so the <laughs> Just just the <laughs> thought
0: of pumpkin pie, Sherry. i oh. get on, crazy.
2: Don't get me started on lavender. So the other thing is they want the office now to be a place where people look forward to coming to. And it's been researched many, many times that these certain smells are attractive to people. Uh, they want mm-hmm. it to be a place where people have good thoughts and happy memories. And, and they think that adding the scent into the office is the way to do it.
0: Oh, but wouldn't you assume that somebody become nose-blind after a while? That's where yeah. you just don't even notice the smell anymore, right?
2: I I would think so, yeah. Um, they had a, a study where they looked at Nike sneakers, and 84% of people bought the sneakers when there was a scent in the store. Hmm. And the we scent wasn't the... sneakers.
0: <laughs> yes, I assume. We were at the Sheraton in Seattle the other night, and they have that. They've got this stuff pumping through the... Uh, the uh, HVAC system. It was really nice. Is said, we should have something like this. Uh, I had a friend of mine when I was living in this uh, apartment. I said, he used to come in from the other apartment. And I go, does my place smell? Because one time he came in, he was really honest all the time. He's like, it stinks in here. Because you don't really have the stink. Like, you kind of get, you, you know, you're basing, basing your own sort of smell. You got to bring an outside nose in to go, wow, dogs, cats, you know, sneakers, laundry, something. So you don't really know it until you're you're in it for a while. It'll be interesting. I can't even remember, I don't even know what Cairo smells like. I in there The Joe, what's it smell like? It doesn't have it's no smell at all.
3: No, right? it's pretty no. it's pretty generic uh generic newsroom. Generic. yeah. Yeah, they
0: say I haven't been able to see it, but I remember when we went down to a store in Las Vegas, they said that they start to pump the smell of baby powder through the air at a certain time during the evening because baby powder makes people feel safe and loved and they don't want to leave. It makes them wanna, you know, stay and keep going. But then you have the overpowering smell of Febreze and cigarette smoke and body odor and spilled beer. you got to (laughs) mix all that in. So you really got to put a lot of baby powder on top to get rid of it. You know, when Doubletree gives out 30 million chocolate chip cookies, fresh-baked chocolate chip cookies every year, uh, that's one of the things that people remember and they tell somebody. So one out of every eight guests that stay there will tell four people, Oh, Why well, they these fresh baked chocolate cookies when you walked in, and it helps the people feel like oh this is a nice place. They associate that smell with you know home cooking or going home after school or something, and mom had baked cookies.
1: I think that they
2: even will give it to people that aren't staying in the hotel. I don't think they refuse anybody.
0: Just oh really? You know you're walking down, and you see the hotel, <laughs> just go on in there and just. I I yeah, think I take, heard two, that. I take two of those bad boys. I think I heard that.
3: I'll try that out. But that is really
2: it. Is it is the cookies are really good? I love cookies. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Add add that to the list. Yeah. Now here's a question for you: Why is it that smell is so closely related to memory? Why is the smell so closely related to memory? Why is it? Oh, that reminds me when I was a kid. I smelled that and just takes me back.
2: Yeah, the olfactory. Area
0: is don't p- be is looking p- it up. You're, you're, you're I Googling didn't look it up,
2: but look at my eyes. I didn't. I'm not looking. Down. Uh. <laughs>
0: I'm gonna look you up here. Okay. Here. Ah. There you are. Ah. Okay. okay. <laughs> all right. Yeah, why? Do you know what it is?
2: I I guess it's the olfactory triggering something in the brain, right?
0: Yes, it's a survival thing, and it goes back to this. Let's go. We're cavemen again. We're all back, cavemen. We're all walking around. You pick up a piece of meat, and you go. I guess that that smells okay, and then you eat it. And then you get really sick. And then the next time you smell it, oh, no, no, no. So that that part olfactory nerves are very closely associated, very close to where the memory section is. And it's primarily survival. So it's also, we used to have a better sense of smell. We've sort of deteriorated that. But we used to go, well, it smells like a a bear or something or some smell that's going to signify that there is danger somewhere. So that's why memory and smell are part of our survival.
2: There you go. Good to know.
0: I read one other thing but I don't want to bring it up because then Andrew will just press every single fart button we have in the oh, building. Oh no. The Let's follow up them. to the Guinness <laughs> no, follow up to the Guinness <laughs> record apparently it is now official. The oldest dog was not the oldest dog.
2: Unfortunately, they have evidence. I guess or they don't have enough evidence to prove that Bobby or Bobby or whatever his name was was the oldest dog. He was supposed to have been born in 1992 and died in 2023.
0: And someone just claimed that, and then that dog was on top for a while, and then some other came up. Somebody else came along with a dog that was much older.
2: Well, they looked at his microchip, and usually they get a microchip when they're puppies when you first get mm-hmm. the dog and it didn't have any birth date on it so they're not necessarily going to kick him out but they need more proof
0: they can't cut him open and count the rings
2: no i don't <laughs> think so
0: that's <laughs> oh, a or- treat yeah, no, yeah, yeah. yeah and if uh, you're in russia and you want to curl up with putin's girlfriend you can do that now she's not going to say much uh and she it's just weird because it is a pillow that is is exact is it's got a face on it. Does it ever kind of a weird pillow body? Or is it a full body thing no, that you can sort of know?
2: Yeah, it's like a body pillow, but it's not shaped like a a doll or something. Boy, this would be a guy you wouldn't want to break up with. I mean he's just He apparently her mom is a senator our representative there, and she's part of, you know, some of the the things that are going on now against Ukraine. Mm -hmm. Uh, She's, uh, they call her Sexpot Barbie. (laughs) You can either get her in a pink wrap dress or a dark-colored shirt.
0: Well, I'm reading at the Star right now, Putin ditches sex-mad gymnast lover for 39-year-old blonde mistress dubbed Barbie. Oh, okay. That lady's not 39. You think she's older or younger? She's older than that, but I I don't want to. I don't
2: think so. She's pretty. She's very pretty. I just can't imagine that people. You know how jealous guys get. If you think with Putin, why would anybody buy one of those pillows? Like when the KGB comes running into your house, they're going to see that pillow and not be too happy.
0: I don't. No, I don't. I don't think he has that sort of thing about women and. Everybody knows what everybody's producing over there. But it's kind of weird, right? Like, I guess you, you, it's got to be a joke. It's not like some guys, like, coding up every night with Barbie. The, you know, I... Now...
3: The, mm. Something...
2: <laughs> mm. There's a whole
3: culture. There's, like, these... The, especially in Japan, where these young kind of incel guys are really into anime. So they get their favorite anime ca- characters in these giant pillows and some of them are actually shaped like women so they, i wouldn't be surprised
0: oh god we are so gross and we're just getting <laughs> grosser every day. It's <laughs> yeah, not, us, not just disgusting it yeah. is and big but i was I, I clicked on this thing it's, it comes up in the wall street journal little ads on the thing is going through ai girlfriends and then like they're better than the real girlfriend and then they're learning from you and you're changing mm-hmm. their voice and everything else it's just Oh, my God, it's so... And then you can get them now that they're almost like three-dimensional moving through the screen. That's right. Uh, I mean, if... men are so disgusting to begin with, but now <laughs> technology <laughs> is allowing us to be even grosser than before. Well, well women are worse. into it,
2: too, women are, women yeah, are no, getting I mean... AI boyfriends.
0: Yeah, but that's, that's, that's just really sad. Not gross, but sad. That goes into the gross category, not sad. You're
2: category. my AI boyfriend. <laughs>
0: Too bad, Sherry. I know you wanted to jet off to Japan to participate, or at least uh, watch anyway. The tradition of the thousand years that's been going, the Naked Man Festival, is coming to an end nearly a thousand years after getting started.
2: I'm surprised you wouldn't go because the goal is they wrestle for a bag of of something, um, talisman, Mm -hmm. uh, blessed by the temple's chief
1: priest. Mm, The Somin Sai Festival, with over 1,000 years of history, took place for the last time in northeastern Japan on February 17th. About 270 men wearing only loincloths participated in various rites at Kokusekiji Temple in Oshu, Iwate Prefecture. The scramble for a sacred bag was held for the first time in four years.
0: So a bunch of naked men reaching for someone's bag?
1: (laughs) They're wearing loincloths. The 49-year-old man, who was proclaimed as the one who held on to the neck of the bag last, said the event was... (laughs) <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> that, that, that sink in it's forty nine
1: It's memorable.
0: that's what I meant what you what do you think I was talking about there?
1: With many people taking part the curtain came down and the festival is participants are raging and their number dwindling
0: Okay, well, uh, uh, can I get a contact high from that what that person was on <laughs> <just> reading that? <laughs> well, good Lord. I-
2: she was saying that they've decided not to have the festival anymore because it's basically the men have aged out. Nobody else wants to do it that's younger, oh. so these older men oh. aren't necessarily into it anymore either. It's
3: a thousand years of history you just out no way. Uh, Let thousand years. Wrestling
2: for the bag. Right. <laughs>
0: Well, they're not totally, they're in loincloths, which is like being naked, especially when you're probably wrestling.
2: Oh, I didn't even oh. think of that, but yes. Oh,
0: I wrestled in high school. Same. You get a sit out and then all, you know, go to a sit out and then the guy, all of a sudden the guy flips you turn around like, oh my God, he's, he's doing a thing, trying to move his hips around and then all of a sudden he's got his Big gross crotch right in your face. You're like,
3: ugh. And you got to wear the singlet. There, a move in wrestling is called checking the oil, and that's use your imagination. Like that's they teach you that. I know all the horrible. <laughs> like, I said, well, how do you get out of this? The,
0: the, the high school wrestling coach, who was like 265, the guy mm-hmm. had wrestled in college, he's like, let me show you. I need a volunteer. We're like, oh, no, 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 no. Ooh. No, come here. And he's like, curl like, sip up here. And you're like, <laughs> <laughs> and they don't My- take, any, there's no mercy. Mm-hmm. He's coming out and fireman carry, and then he's going to do a press. And well, they did the thing, you're going to turtle where you're just all like on your stomach. and I said, well, how do you flip the guy? And then he, what you do, you takes his knee yep. and pushes his knee down into between your soleus and your gaster. Those are the two muscles that run up your calf and just drives that in there. You go, oh, oh okay, 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 okay. Oh. Uh, Trevor is, a, is a wrestling che- coach. Then they check the oil, Sherry. <laughs>
2: yeah, but you know what's weird? So he will talk about some of the girls on the team. And I'm like, do you have enough girls for them to wrestle? It's co ed now.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I know.
2: I couldn't believe that. And I said, well, teenage boys, uh, oof, I don't, I, d- uh. Oof. And he said, no, you're, you know, no, no, no one's thinking about that. It's, you know, your head's in the game. And I'm like, mm. okay. Is
0: a new word for it? <laughs> the game? So to speak. Okay. Wow. I mean, not, you know, 20. 20- What'd you wrestle, Joe, in high school? Like, must one thirteen?
3: Right? <laughs> one fifty-five. What? No, one forty-five. I'm sorry.
0: Good lord! Yeah. Wow. Did you have to spit in the bag and eat that Gatorade gum and run oh, around in that God. weird silver suit all day long.
3: Yeah, I only wrestled for the first season, my my freshman year, and then I was just I would just had too much interest in partying and not going to wrestling practice. I oh,
0: okay. was it. tired of people checking the oil on you. Yes,
3: sir. Joe, mama. <laughs>
0: What does checking the oil mean? Don't Google it, listeners. Just what do you think it means? One triple eight nine seven three five four seven six. Those who get it right. What do we give them, Joe? Give them something. Uh, Starbucks gift card.
3: I <laughs> do uh, know what that used. means. <laughs> how, about, <laughs> how about a uh,
0: free oil check?
3: Oh, oh, Nate'll do oh. it.